And now, it's time for the Factory Theater Hour, a radio show podcast written and performed by college students and community members from Greenville, Illinois. Tonight, in front of a live audience, we bring you Life with Frank in an episode written by Jess Adam titled, Frank Gets a Job. It's time for another episode of Life with Frank. Our hero Frank is an average family man with an average family. Frank's wife Marion has recently become the breadwinner of the home. Their daughter Kate is 16 years old and brings Frank a great deal of anxiety as she becomes an adult. Their son Billy is a precocious young scamp that walks the fine line between genius and doofus. Their family also includes Frank's aging and unpredictable father. So now that you've met the whole family, let's see what's happening in the Jones family lives. Ah. It looks like Frank is at a job interview at Young Billy's school. Well, Mr. Jones, if you just wait here, Principal Barker will be right with you. Okay, thank you. Uh, say, you don't, you don't happen to have a, a tissue, do you? When, when I get nervous, I, I sweat. Oh, no problem. And don't worry, I do the same thing. You'll be fine. Principal Barker is very nice. You don't need to be nervous. Well, I've, I've got a lot riding on this. I... I haven't had a job in almost a year. Yikes, that's tough. You got a family? Yeah, I do. A wife and two kids. My wife was patient for the first six months, but it's been pretty tense lately. I feel you. How'd the kids handle it? Well, the, the boy hardly noticed. I think he kind of likes having his old man around, you know. He's nine. The girl, Kate, is 16. I, I couldn't really tell you how she's handled it. She's always running out the door for a date. Oh, that's right. I heard she's dating Spike Granger. What? Spike... Oh, Lord. Well, he's not a bad kid. Not really. Dangerous, though. What? Dangerous? What do you mean? Mr. Jones? Uh, yeah, uh, present. Right this way, Mr. Jones. Uh, uh, please, uh, uh, call me Frank. Sure, Frank. Have a seat. Why don't you tell me a little more about yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm really nervous. I, ha I haven't had much luck lately, uh... I'm sure I'm going to screw this up somehow. Let's see, something about myself. Uh, well, I, I'm a dad. I have a 16-year-old daughter who's apparently dating a dangerous boy and a 9-year-old son who knows more about history, biology, and archaeology than most professors. But still, he has trouble tying his shoes, though. But smart. He takes after his mother that way. She's smart, really smart. And sometimes it's scary how smart she is. It's like the plot line to some movie where someone's brain gets implanted with all the information in the world. If you... Oh, my. Oh, my, 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 my. Uh, let's, Frank, let's start again. Uh, this time, say something that doesn't make me think that you might actually be a lunatic. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm so nervous. Um. Well, I, I'm a hard-working family man. I, I was chief lineman at, at the glove factory until a year ago. Well, there you go. That's better. I'm sure you would do a great job for us here at Jefferson Elementary, Frank. I think you'd really fit right in. Say, would you mind answering just another question? Yeah, not at all. Sure. Oh, fantastic. Now, if you were a 43-year-old dog, what would you want for Christmas? It, if I was a dog? Yes. If you were an old dog, what would you want for Christmas? I, I can't decide. Well, I, I guess maybe an old bone or a shoe. Mm, a shoe. I hadn't thought of that. Do you think the dog would have a color preference? I 
Can't imagine why. Well, my dog is very particular. <laughs> One time she didn't look at me for a week because I changed my hair. Hmm, well, thank you for your help, Frank. So, so this interview? That was the interview. <laughs> that... That was the interview? You only asked me two questions. Uh, first, rule of working, first rule of working in an educational environment, Frank, don't ask questions. Okay, but do you, do you need to know anything else about me? I brought a resume and a few references. Oh, 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 what about a rhinestone collar? I didn't bring one of those. But how about a new bed? I'm sorry? Uh, maybe a new leash or a harness? Uh... You know, I know I'm desperate for a job, but I'm not sure. Well, that thanks for coming in, Frank, and we will see you the first day of school after Christmas break. I, I've got the job. Well, you sure do. Oh, what about a day at the spa? Well, yeah, that'd be really nice, actually. Thank you. Thank you. Well, looky there, Frank finally got a job. I imagine Marion and the kids will be excited to hear the news, a Christmas miracle. And speaking of miracles, let's take a break for a word from tonight's sponsor, Jesus. Hello, hello, yes, yes, it's me. And before we get started, I just wanna say thank you for all the birthday wishes and cards. Uh, but let's now get down to business. I'm, I'm here to make a very important public service announcement. Someone borrowed a book from me and never returned it. Now, I'm not accusing any of you. All I know is that someone somewhere borrowed my copy of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and now I can't find it. Now, as you all know, I don't hold grudges. I just really want my book back. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Well, it looks like Frank is just getting home, and he's ready to make a big announcement. I I'm back, Marion. Dad, I I've got some news. Frank, I have news too. You won't believe it. My sister is coming to visit for Christmas. Can you believe it? I haven't seen her in three years. Well, she was in prison for the last two and a half, so... <laughs> wait, just wait just a minute. I, I, I have to tell you something. Uh, Jackie's coming to visit. Oh boy, she's my favorite. <laughs> Frank Jones, I don't want you criticizing her the whole time she's here. You always pick on her. My sister is a good person who has a bad habit of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Wrong time? She led a mutiny on a cruise ship. Complete misunderstanding. She posed as a doctor at a children's hospital. She only wanted to entertain some sick kids. She started a religion based on the book Everybody Poops. And that reminds me, I'll be right back. Gotta pray. <laughs> Marion, we can talk about your sister in a second. I have some great... My sister is a good person, and you know it, Frank. She is a little strange, but fits right into this family. Would you like me to start listing off some of the strange things you and your father have done recently? No, 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 not necessary. Point made. Just, Marion, please, listen to me for a second, would you? She's here. Billy, get down here. Jackie, you're here. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, sis. Frank, it's good to see you. Yeah, you too, Jackie. And who is this little rascal? I'm Billy. Mom says you and I are a lot alike. Oh, Lord. She said we even look alike. Well, it's a privilege to look like you, Billy. Say, you wouldn't mind taking my bag upstairs, would ya? Sure. You can sleep in my room. I have bunk beds. Oh. Staying the night, Jackie? Of course she's staying the night. We will be one big happy family all night long. Frank, Marion tells me that your dad is living with you now. Where is he? I'm here, I'm here. 
you're here. <laughs> and welcome to my home, Jackie. Why don't you let me give you the tour? Now, as you know, I built this house myself. None of this is true. Just me, two mules, a lot of sweat, and just a pinch of luck. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> well, that's all it took. And then, when I finished putting the very last shingle on the roof, I raffled it off to show the local folks that I wasn't an evil tyrant after all. Yeah, we bought this house at an auction 14 years ago. You see, I was visited the night before by three ghosts. And I had to work the next day with my assistant, Mr. Cratchit. But at the end of the day, all the little kittens found their mittens and got to have some pie. <laughs> William, it's great to see you. I haven't seen Listen, you. Listen, Jackie, I, I'm glad you're here, okay? But no funny business this time. No scams, no cons. Just, just behave, all right? Frank, you don't have to worry about me. I promise. I put your bag in my room, Aunt Jackie. Uh, what I miss? What have you been talking about? Was it aliens? Crap rotation? The plight of the Aboriginal peoples in Australia? Just catching up with my big sister and grandpa here. Uh, you uh, didn't miss a thing, pal. Promise. Hey, Jackie, why do you say you and I go up on the roof and sit a spell? What's on the roof? Uh, nothing much. I usually just throw eggs at the neighborhood children about this time every day. Sounds good. Let's go. All right. Hey, Billy, if you grab the eggs from the refrigerator, you can come along. Okay. Cool. Oh, wait. Just make sure you grab the ones labeled hard-boiled. All right. Let's go. Frank, could you try to be a little nicer to Jackie? Marion, I come home excited with great news, but no one will listen. And then an hour goes by, and I'm suddenly playing prison warden to your sister, my dad, and our son. But, but fine. Uh, I, I'll be nicer. Now, now, will you just please listen to me? I need to tell you something. It's important. Oh, Frank, save it for later. I have to go out and warn the neighbor kids. Kids, run! Run away! There's danger here! <laughs> well, while Grandpa, Billy, and Aunt Jackie pelt the neighborhood children with eggs and criticism, let's take a break for a word from tonight's other sponsor, Tina Tinsel's Party Planning. Christmas is a special time of year for all of us. There's nothing quite like celebrating the season with your unhygienic co-workers or bigoted family members. Let me guess, you're throwing a party and inviting all your friends, but you don't really want all of them to actually show up. Our approach is simple. Two parties. One party for your real friends in your favorite location. The other is actually just an address for an abandoned silo in a cornfield in Boone Creek, Iowa. So... Let Tina send them to Iowa for Christmas. I hear Iowa is beautiful this time of year. All that flat. Well, several days have passed, and now it's Christmas Eve. Frank still hasn't told the family about his new job, so let's head back to the Jones family home for what is sure to be an interesting Christmas Eve. It's easy. First, we get our hands on some bamboo shoots. Then, we tie him down. Twenty minutes later, bim-bam-boom. We're millionaires. It's foolproof. We can't miss. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, no bamboo shoots, no bim-bam-boom, no schemes. It's Christmas, for crying out loud. Fine, fine, fine. You're right, Frank, boys. We can get rich quick tomorrow. For today, let's just be together as one big family. Yeah, I just threw up in my mouth. What? Jackie, you can't give up now. I've already got my face painted and my fingernails sharpened. Grandpa, don't forget, Aunt Jackie is a guest in our house. Yeah, you big meanie. You're a guest in this house, and as long as you're living under my roof... Wait, Grandpa, that's not what I meant. 
Aunt Jackie is a guest in our house, so maybe we should listen to her? Just this once? Ah, right, fine. But, hey, uh, Frankie, uh, you want me to tell a little Christmas story? I've got a good one. Why not? Nothing says Merry Christmas like the lunatic ramblings of an octogenarian. It was Christmas 1953. A cold night. Just me, a blanket, and some strategically placed hand warmers. When, suddenly, out of nowhere, I hear this eerie sound. At first, I thought it was the rapture. But, as it turns out, it was just the bowling alley next door. So, I went next door, had a few drinks and a barrel of laughs. And that's when I saw him, Chris Kringle. He wasn't in his normal attire, you see. He was incognito. And I didn't want him to know that I caught on to his secret, so I just stared at him. And I winked. And that was the second time I got a black eye in that same bowling alley. Dad, sit down. Now, I I have some news, everybody. I've been trying to tell you all since yesterday, but with all the excitement over Jackie's visit, well, anyway, I got a job. Oh, yay, Frank. Congratulations. Tell us all about it. Yeah, Dad, tell us. (laughs) Are you sure you want me to? (laughs) Of course we want you to. Speak for yourself. Dad, don't spoil this. Uh, You you finally got a job, huh? Big boy, whoopie poopy. Oh, Dad, don't be like that. Frank, I am very proud of you. And it's just in time for Christmas. Yeah, just in the nick of time. You're telling me. I guess I can cancel that appointment with the organ transplant people. Marion, do I want to know what you're talking about? You can't cancel. It took me three weeks just to get you that appointment. Dad, I don't need their services anymore, but thank you for your help. Fine, but if Big Ed and Little Eddie aren't satisfied with just an apology, I'm going to have to harvest Shut one up, of you Shut up, Dad. I want to meet the Eds. No, you don't, Billy. I can arrange a meeting, my boy. Uh, what's your blood type? Dad. Well, I'm proud of you, Daddy. I want to hear all about your new job when I get back from my date. Bye. Date? Who's she going out with? Oh, Spike Ranger. Frank, I am so proud of you. What will you be doing at your new job? You are looking at the new custodian for Jefferson Elementary School. (gasps) You'll be at my school every day? I sure will. Oh, that is awesome. We can have lunch together. Oh, and I can help you after school, too. People will see us hanging out in the boiler room and be like, Oh, what's that kid and that creepy janitor up to? Oh, oh, I know. I'm going to bring my saddle and put it on top of the boiler. Then I'll hop up on it just like Slim Pickens. Then they'll say, Oh, why does Billy get to sit on the boiler? I want to sit on the boiler. But they can't. Because they aren't the janitor's son. I am. I'm Cowboy Billy, son of Janitor Frank. This was a terrible mistake. Oh, Frank, don't say that. I'm sure you boys will have a wonderful time. Billy, I guess you won't be riding the bus anymore. You can ride to school with your dad. Um, can I ride the bus anyway? Why would you want to do that? It's just that I've got street cred on the bus. You know, I I can't go giving that up. It took years to establish. Yeah, we worked hard on his image. You gonna rip that away from him? Fine, you you can ride the bus. Yes. (laughs) Riding the bus, going to school. We don't follow the rules because it's Christmas time. Happy Christmas Hey, wait a minute. Where did Aunt Jackie go? Jackie? Jackie? Jackie! She's gone. And so's our TV. She didn't. Not on Christmas. She sure did. It's gone. Gosh, I love that woman. 
And I love that woman, too. What a whirlwind season of surprise for Frank and the whole family. And from all of us here at Life with Frank, Merry Christmas! Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Life with Frank on the Factory Theater Hour. This episode featured the voices of Chris Borwick as Frank and Jesus, Macy Sepp as Marion, Emily Gaffner as Kate, Jess Adam as Grandpa Jones and Principal Barker, Jack Jack Dottie as Billy, and Courtney Bailey Parker as Aunt Jackie and Tina. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for more from the Factory Theater Hour.